Very excited for this interview. We got a special guest. Bruce Jovig is joining us. He is the CEO Emeritus. Hopefully I'm saying that right this time, Bruce, at the UND Center for the Innovation Foundation. You got a book that you're releasing. It's the, you actually written six now, you told me, but this is the second in a series of four. Um, tell us what's what you're releasing here, please. Well, with uh, the Innovative Entrepreneurs from North Dakota is a book about 46 North Dakotans who went out to the world and they did very well with entrepreneur ventures and many of them to the top of the industry. And so I, I wanted to capture this history before it was lost. And I actually knew about half the people in the book. So I had a great advantage from that aspect. What are a couple of stories that really jump out? Do you think people that probably don't know about, but absolutely should? Well, the one on the cover is Gilmer Sheldahl from Northwood, North Dakota, born in Esmond, but raised at Northwood, who was a electronics and plastics genius. I uh, started six different companies, but he is a, uh, made it possible for the, the first time for the Americans to beat the Russians in space. When Sputnik went up in 1957, uh, the country panicked because the Russians were ahead of us. And it was Gilmer Sheldahl, a North Dakota farm boy, who used his plastics and engineering background to basically develop the first satellite balloon, the Echo One. And in August of 1960, uh, we, which allowed for uh, cross-continental communication TV, radio, telephone. Uh, and so that was a major milestone, right? And it's sort of, people don't think of a North Dakotan being the first one to beat the Russians in space. Uh, <laughs> but you know, even a lot of folks know Ralph Engelstead, the benefactor, but they don't know Ralph Engelstead, the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And he was a major entrepreneur, had over 5,000 hotel rooms. And was the largest independent hotel operator in these United States. Plus he had his casinos, of course, Imperial Palace, um, and major. And he started out with nothing. His dad was a construction worker, and uh, but he was determined to be a millionaire by the time he was 30, which he did as, as a contractor in Grand Forks, moved out to Las Vegas, and then made a big difference there. So I'm, I'm waiting for you to do when he said, hey, Americans beat the Russians, your best Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> That was right. See, I had Ralph right after that. <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of a problem. You went to Ralph English Center after it. So that that definitely worked. Um, you said there's 46 stories in here. So what are a couple others that uh, we need to know about? Well, certainly um, you can pick, uh, for example, Chester, the story of Chester Fritz. Everyone knows him as the great benefactor, but they don't really understand that he was a great entrepreneur in China. Uh, and he was called Mr. Silver over there. And he had the first company uh, on the New York Stock Exchange from Asia. And he was the largest company for years doing trading of stocks uh, and, and, and other commodities out of, out of China. So he was a major, major businessman. And then after, in 1949, when China went communist, he was one of seven people allowed to take his fortune out of China in gold and he went to ended up in Switzerland. He spent a little time in New York, a little time in, in Italy, but they ended up in Switzerland. And uh, and from there again, he made a couple more fortunes after that. And so why, the benefactor of that. Why did China allow him, if he was only one of seven, why did China allow him to do it? Because of the immense respect that he showed to China. He lived there from 1916 to 1949. And he basically totally immersed himself from their culture showed immense respect to them. And it was sort of the deference 
for the respect he had for their culture and their people. Incredible. I mean, so as you write this book, I'm curious, because it's always got to be amazing to be the author of this. What stood out to you the most? Like, w- walking away from this going, wow, I, I had no idea about that. Well, it is. First of all, there's so many small town boys uh, in this book and, and, and women uh, who really were fearless about going out into the world. I mean, it just sort of it, it sort of strikes you that people who grew up uh, in very small, you could call them villages, ended up, you know, really going to the top of their field in an international setting. Uh, think of like Ken Hislop, another name, you know, uh, by the building at UND. But he was he ended up being president of Ford and president of, of Europe and president, uh, you know, of International Harvester. Uh, before he was president of Europe and before he was president of Massey Harris, later Massey Ferguson, uh, worldwide. And, you know, so it was amazing. And, you know, one of his great inventions was the self-propelled combine, something that we take for granted today, right? But the first combines were pulled behind tractors. He came up with the idea with the self-propelled combine. And, and that was from a person born and raised in North Dakota. Yeah, that was just west of town here. And he <laughs> left North Dakota because he said, I said, I've seen only a little bit of North Dakota, not much of it. I want to go see the world. That's exactly what he told his fraternity brothers when he sort of struck out. All right. So I, I, everyone needs to know, because you've, you've definitely piqued my interest. How do I get your book? You can get the book. Uh, first of all, uh, you can order it online at www.dakotabooknet.com. And uh, in the next uh, 10 days, I'm having three different book signings. Uh, I will be in Bismarck. Uh, this Thursday at the Ferguson Bookstore. I will be, and uh, this Saturday, I will be in Grand Forks at the Ferguson Bookstore. And on Saturday the 13th, I'll be in Fargo at the Ferguson Bookstore. Beautiful. And I hopefully will see you uh, on the 13th. But Bruce, great stuff. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll, even, I'll, I'll, I'll even autograph it special for you. You should know that. Thank you. I will, because I, I already have a copy for that matter. I, I was going to say, I need to read this book as you've, um, I mean, I just, one of the things that, that I enjoy about what you've been sharing is I think so often, you know, in the Midwest, there's just such the sense of humility. And sometimes we don't realize the special contributions that we've provided based on your book to the entire planet. And it's just so nice to hear. So I, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to put this together. Absolutely. It, it's a fun reading. And when you're 46 chapters, you can weed one and put it down and you can skip around the book. So that, that's the nice part of it. It's, it's not like a novel. Where you can't skip anything. This is you can skip all over it and it's just fine. Beautiful. Bruce, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Again, go check him out at the uh, bookstores. You can get his book online as well. It sounds like great, great stuff. And stay with us. We're going to be wrapping things up right after this.